Welcome to the Kiwi Running Show, coming to you on location at the Auckland Track Challenge. My name is Hayden Sherman, and with me here is... Hamish Meacham, and Hayden, it is a super exciting day. Yeah. I've been here for a while, just over an hour and a half now. And we've and finally I've... found Hamish Carter's top. That he wore at the... Yeah, His little so... crop top um, man bra. Yeah, so we're, we're here. We found a cool little spot to record uh, this yeah. intro. Uh, we plan to do lots of interviews and talk about the meet. But, yeah, it's cool. We're right here next to Hamish Carter's top that uh, he wore when he won yeah. the Olympic gold medal in 2004. So that's, that's pretty cool. That's pretty neat. I'm just kind yeah. of staring at that now, a bit distracted. Yeah, yeah. But, look, I was, I was... Sorry, I interrupted you. Yeah. No, I was about to say um, they've already had the men's shot put, and, oh, my God. Yeah, I know you were there, but a little bit distracted on uh, daddy daycare duties. But that was—I've I've talked it up since before Christmas how big this meet was going to be and how exciting the shot put would be. Yeah, and it did not fail uh, to deliver. It was incredible. I had a really close spot, as did everyone. Like everyone yeah. just crowded around. They really encouraged it. Great atmosphere with the with the slow clap for all the throws. And the athletes absolutely delivered. We'll have the actual results in the show notes, but uh, the big Olympic champion, whose name I forget, Ryan, Ryan Krause, threw another New Zealand all-comers record, way over 22 metres. Wow. Um, and Thomas Walsh uh, threw a New Zealand uh, New Zealand resident record as well. So cool. all of those unofficial at this stage. But so that's not a New Zealand record. It's no, it's I don't. The yeah, far, it's the furthest by a Kiwi in New Zealand. I think it? so. Yes, yes. It was a bit. A um, bit yeah, it? I didn't want to get out my phone and check what the actual records were um, yeah. because the action was so like incredibly exciting. Yeah, and yeah. I had this sweet spot really close to them, and oh my god. Yeah, like it's, I was so good. Buzzing. It was I, great. I was there right beside them as well, but my daughter saw the sandpit yeah. and she wanted to play in it. <laughs> and she was getting so angry because I wouldn't let her play in the sandpit with the large heavy balls yeah, <laughs> coming yeah. down. Yeah. But yeah, it was very cool and, and cool, cool atmosphere. Yeah, it was excellent. And um, so it's, it's an exciting program we've got today. So what's the plan for the show, Hayden? What are we going to try and do? Well, um, we're basically going to try and track down famous people and talk to them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we'll, we'll do a bit of uh, live coverage of the events and we'll try and track down some of the, some of the stars and, and have a chat to them about what they do and um, what, the, what they've got planned, planned for the night. And, Excellent. Yeah. So it's going to be a long couple of hours for us traping around in the sun for you it's going to be about you guys listening it's going to be about another 45 minutes we hope you enjoy the interviews Alright, so Olivia McTaggart's just gone over at 4.30 and um, with us here is Brad Barron who was one of the stars of the uh, of the People's Mile. Yeah, so and can I do a quick intro on Brad for those yes, who yeah, don't okay. know? Full background. Why is, Brad, why is Brad important? Well, he's not, but he's interesting. You're a top junior, you, you ran for New Zealand as a junior and then uh, you became a fat man, uh, a dad, uh, a, a career kind of businessman type guy and but you always get the run for loving, uh, no, the love for running, (laughs) and then last year you did the the run every day, and it's changed your life, you're not doing it anymore, but tell us a little about that before we go into the mile stuff. Yeah, I'd say I um, I hit 80 kgs, and that's the first time in my life, and freaked me out, thought I'd better get fitter than my three-year-olds to run every day for 2016, and um, I actually think I love running more now than when I was competing, I just liked winning when I was young. 
Sure. Yeah. yeah. And how's that fitness come on? Like, did you did you find the weight dropped off pretty soon after you got into the, the running, or did it take a while? Actually, I think I lost like six kgs in the first month. Wow. wow. And, that, that's, um, and that's encouraging. Nine, nine or eight or nine total, but I think I've gone up a couple again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 And and how did you find the people's mile today? Yeah, that was cool. Um, dug out the spikes first time running on the track since I think I was 19. Um, other than maybe a sneaky bear mile. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it was cool. Always um, felt felt fresh. My goal was 75 second laps, and I did that. And then the last 300 was hard. Yeah, yeah. And then a throat burn for the last two hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah you got to take the the cough medicine. Yeah. Um, here comes another pole vaulter going for the pole. She just clipped it on the way down. No, uh, no, that's um, the uh, someone else Canadian. in Nike Canadian. Canadian girl. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, um, what place did you get? This is the more important question because I wasn't here at the start. So, oh, I came in. Uh, First senior men. Oh yeah. So you were second. <laughs> second second <laughs> to a master. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And what was your time? Uh, I think it was four fifty six. Yeah. And those did... masters have an advantage though, the age and wisdom and all that. Tougher. Yeah, yeah more aerobic yeah, yeah. capacity. So yeah. Sasha smoked. They me. shouldn't be in the same division really. Yeah. <laughs> Sasha Daniels took out uh, I think he did four forty two or four forty eight. Blazing actually yeah. for like a roadie. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I think you're gonna say for pretty an oldie. Yeah. He had the Nike's latest pro spikes on. Oh, oh really? so that's the I difference. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it probably went out and got them just for this race. So. Yeah. I had the Asics pro spikes from 1998 or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. A good model of that one. Yeah. All right, well, thanks for joining the show and well done getting back on the track and uh, all the best for the coming year. Cheers, um, boys. Oh, by the way, we should give Peak Pilates a plug. Um, tell us where you work and what, what you do. Yeah, my wife and I have the Peak Pilates and Physio up in uh, Red Beach and Oriwa, but there's nine of them around Auckland and we're at the Run Auckland events nice. and North Shore Marathon. Cool. Yeah. And awesome so, show too, boys. Like, yeah. I've listened to every episode. Oh, that's just, what we like to hear. Yeah. Download last, it. Last week's was a bit average. Come on. <laughs> no, the training talk, wasn't it? Yeah. Training talk. So good. Yeah. No, People I don't love them. the shows when it's just me and Hamish. Over she goes. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Hamish definitely has a face for radio. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining the show. Here we go. Livy McTaggart is going for 440. Coming up to the bar and she's over, but just clips it on the way down. Oh, no. But with me here is uh, Gar Chan, who is one of, our, one of our Tempo Fit crew, and he was just in the People's Mile. So, Gar, tell us about your experience in the race. Oh, it was a little bit daunting. It's uh, been a, quite a few years, um, well, decades, actually, since I've been on the track. But, yeah. Uh, now, you've, ju- you've just pulled out an old pair of Pumas, is it? Yeah. Wow. And West how old... German. West German. <laughs> wow, from West Germany. How old are these pair of spikes? Yeah, quite a few. <laughs> so it's from when you were running in high school. Yeah, when I was 18. So yeah, last wow. you, you just never chucked them out. These are Cold War era spikes. <laughs> I love it. Um, you, I'm glad you didn't get the East German ones because they come with a few little bonus um, yeah, little, yeah. Uh, performance enhancers, shall we call them. Yeah. Um, so how did, how did the race go and what were your sort of plans going into it? 
Um, so basically it was just um, whatever my 400 repeats were, sort of well, like a 145 pace around yeah. each lap. Um, forgot to start my watch, so I was completely uh, stuffed no. from the beginning <laughs> and succeeded to not lap, hit the lap button every time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then I was reduced to um, having to do a calculation in my head every lap. <laughs> But um, no, it actually wasn't nearly as bad as I thought. Um, that last lap I was able to just pull it out a little bit and just get to the end awesome. and um, not die. Yeah, and how's the throat feeling? Uh, pretty, um, pretty burning? Um, it wasn't too bad. It was more like the stomach and the legs were burning a little bit. <laughs> I love that stomach burn, eh? That's great. Yeah. Um, and did you have a bit of competition, a bit of a final sprint at the end? Apparently I did. <laughs> it was all a blur. Was someone coming up behind? Yes, I couldn't. Yeah. Being, being on a rubber track, you can't really hear their footsteps coming. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah. They sneak up on yeah. you. Well, yeah. And look, over the past couple of years, you've done a lot of uh, half marathons, marathons. Is this something you'd be interested in doing more of, or is it a kind of a fun once? I think it's a, a fun once and maybe once a year type thing, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. But then, um, it was pretty neat, actually. And we're watching, sitting here watching the pole vault. Oh, as Olivia McTaggart just goes short again. Um, and we've just had the shot put. Which one appeals to you most? Shot put, pole vault. Which, which one will you see you competing in next year? <laughs> uh, no, at this stage. Okay, okay, sure. Um, I was about to say you had the physique of a pole, uh, of a pole vaulter, but um, yeah, anyway. So, well done for your run today, and um, enjoy the rest of the track meet. Thank you. So Olivia McTaggart, she's going to go for the pole vault. Yeah, it's her second attempt, I believe, at 440. Yeah, 440. Oh, it with her foot. Yeah, just she's looking pretty good. She's got one more left at this height, and uh, uh, yeah, it's tough. She'd be gutted to go out at this height. I think what she needs to do is not clip the the bar as she's going over. Eh? That would be my technical yeah. analysis of it. Yeah, and look, the action is completely non-stop here. We've got Newman on the runway now, who I believe is From a Canada. Yeah, the Canadian uh, Olympian. So, yep. so, you know, Athletics New Zealand has done a fantastic job bringing over these international athletes. So good. We're we're about to go into the centre of the track and track down some sausages and Mr. Whippy. Yeah. So there's something for everyone here. There is. Are we gonna we're gonna hang around and see if Newman. Uh, gets this 440. Okay, let's call it through, and then I can see the petties over there. We, we've yeah. been chasing the yeah. petties so. around the track, <laughs> like a couple of stalkers. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. Um, Fall si silent, and then they're going to start the slow, rhythmic clap just uh, before she gets started on her run. She's using the black pole, which is the I don't know if there's anything significant about that no, at all. I, I, so. I probably just buried myself. Spraying a bit of spray adhesive on it. And here goes the slow clap. Black pole with the white stripes and a couple of red stripes in there as well, which probably helps a little bit with um, viewing it from, yeah. from the crowd. I'm not sure. Yeah. But here she goes, sprinting down the track, coming up to the 440 high bar. Up she goes. Oh. She's over, but just clips it with her arms on the way down. Here's the petties. Let's go and get them. We're here with the petties, Sam and Angie. Are you guys um, excited to be in Auckland today? And what are you racing? 
Yeah, really excited. Yeah, it's been it's a really awesome setup here. So we're both in the 800 tonight. So yeah, yeah, yeah um, racing 800 as well. It's pre um, pretty good setup, especially with the um, fans on the inside as well. It'd be cool having people shouting on both sides as you as you're coming down the home straight. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now you guys are probably the fastest couple here. Would you say that? <laughs> oh, hopefully, <laughs> if we ran a relay of two 800s, yeah, I think yeah. we do pretty well. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. this needs to be a new event, eh? Like yeah. like the three minute race that they did in the night yeah, yeah, I was going to say the two by three minute. Now. Um, Sam, it's interesting. You, you took a kind of a bit of time away and, and experimented with triathlon, the dark side. Yeah. yeah. What's it like being back on the track, and what kind of prompted that move back? Yeah, so I came back to track just because I missed it so much doing triathlon, really. But I went to triathlon because of injuries, and now having that triathlon base seems to make me more resilient. Being back on the track, cool. just loving it, really. So. Yeah. How was the swimming? Are you much of a swimmer? Yeah, I swam while I was growing up, so oh, nice. it wasn't too bad, and I still swim for cross-training for athletics. Cool. Yeah. Now, as a, as a running couple, I you know, follow you guys on Facebook, and it appears you do a lot of your training together, but are, is there times where you want to go your separate ways and you don't want to run together, or is it pretty much most times you're running together? Yeah, no, it's, it's most of it, really. Um, obviously, Sam's faster than me, so I'm always like, trying to get, you know, um, stick on him kind of thing, but we pretty much do the same training, um, except Sam does a little bit of cross training um, as well, whereas I'll go into another easy run, so that's probably the only kind of difference. But uh, intervals are mainly the same, and um, he follows my program from Danny, my coach, so yeah. yeah. Sometimes Angie wants to recover a bit quicker than me, though, in the easy runs. <laughs> <laughs> my recovery runs are pretty slow, so. Yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah. that works out well, we can do it in the same yeah. place. <laughs> yeah. And now, um, you mentioned that the coach change. How's that been going for you? Yeah, no, it's been going really well, thank you. Yeah, obviously it took, a, I guess, a bit of time to get used to. And, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but um, missing having the squad to train with, but I still get to run with the girls and stuff, so that's really cool. Oh. And, um, yeah, just really enjoying the, the sessions and um, looking forward to going over to Seattle in April. So nice. it's coming around fast. Yeah, we're, we're really excited about the change and, and really, um, I think, we talked about it last week on the show. We're confident that it's going to pay off. So with that in mind, do you have any really hard and fast goals for the New Zealand domestic season? Or is it just running through and looking forward to uh, to Europe? Yeah, I guess that's yeah more um, aiming to be, like, be peaked in when I'm in America in May. Um, cause it's when I'll, be, I'll, I'll go over mid-April and they'll have a couple of weeks of good training with the girls and um, being in sessions with them and being on the track. But obviously I still want to do well in New Zealand. Um, the girls are really improving, so it's exciting. There's a lot of PVs happening and yeah, things. So, yeah. so I've got to watch out and you know keep, yeah, yeah. <laughs> keep pushing. But cool. yeah, so it's good. That's what it's about. <laughs> yeah, cool. Well, thanks so much for joining the show and all the best for tonight. Okay, thank, thank you very guys. much. Thank thank you. We're really lucky to be here with a couple of uh, the world's best shot putters, two Olympic medalist shot putters. You competed today at the uh, Auckland Classic. How did how was that crowd? How did it stack up against the crowd in Christchurch? I know what you're going to say, Tom. Let's, let's go to the American visitor. Yeah. So Ryan Krauser, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It was it was a lot of fun. I mean, both mates were really high energy, and it's fun when you can bring in a crowd like that and get them right on top of the shot circle. Uh, they get into it. The throwers get into it. And you see some really impressive performances like we had today. Yeah. Now this might seem a, a, a ridiculous question to ask a shot putter, but is it hard to throw the right direction? Because I was sort of <laughs> just standing offside and I was like, that's a large object to be flying through the crowd if it goes wrong. Yeah, uh, at, at our level you don't see too many um, kind of shanks right or left. Yeah, uh, yeah. 
I mean, there there are a couple guys that are infamous for it, but we didn't, we didn't have them here today. You don't bring them to show. Yeah, we don't we don't bring them to places like this. Uh, so, no, nah, the the guys we had here were were pretty safe, and I mean, it's it's pretty easy to keep down the middle, and your best throws are down the middle. So yeah, so it's kind of a deterrent from right or left. Yeah, yeah. And and how did you feel about your your performance today? Obviously, a massive massive throw. Yeah, I felt really good with today. I mean, it was uh, more the consistency than anything else. Four throws over 22. Uh, that's as good as my performance in Rio was, if not yeah, a little better. And so the consistency is there. And for me, I mean, this is this is halfway middle of our winter back home. So yeah, yeah. I'm, I feel pretty big and strong right now, but I don't feel technically that savvy. So it'll be yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're not the they're not the prettiest throws right now. So and Tom, Tom will Tom will rip on me for being slow. And for once, I actually am feeling a little slow right now. So. Um, yeah, come come summertime, our summertime, when I get some Tom Walsh speed in there, uh, yeah. hopefully be close to 23 meters. Oh, very cool. And yeah, Tom, how about yourself? You, you threw a big old throw today, and yeah. um, pleased with that? Yeah, mate. Look, it's uh, it's tough when you lose, though. You keep losing yeah, this guy. Yeah. But, but uh, no, look, mate, my series was was good. Consistency really good. Yeah. Uh, I didn't have any shit shit throws. So uh, no. uh, yeah, and starting to move faster. The, my speed, not Ryan's speed. You know, yeah. Ryan, you know, he's half half of my speed. But uh, <laughs> no, look, you're stepping the right direction for sure. Yeah. yeah. And what about you guys? Have you been um, hanging out a bit over the summer? Have you have you got Ryan down on the building side at all? <laughs> uh, not on the building side, mate. We actually took him to uh, took him. Marlborough uh, for a day. We went Very hunting uh, and wine tasting and went out to the sounds. So, oh, nice. uh, Any success with the hunting? Uh, Ryan missed a boar uh, and uh, I, I missed five. So. Tom forgot uh, how to shoot a gun. Yeah. <laughs> he pulled the trigger but there's no bullet in it. So wow, that, that, makes it, that makes yeah. it tough to get anything. So we were, we were a mess out there. <laughs> but but we, it was, got, we got two. We yeah. ended up getting two so it was, oh, it was a lot good. of fun. Well done. Well, And how long have you, have you got left in New Zealand? Uh, just one more day. I'm leaving tomorrow afternoon uh, so I've been here two weeks and so it's been a lot of fun and I, I definitely look forward to coming back in a couple of years maybe not next year but the following hopefully yeah yeah he won't be invited back I don't think if he goes, so. <laughs> I, might have to, I might have to pay my own way next <laughs> yeah time. yeah we've got to guarantee the Kiwi win next yeah, time yeah <laughs> I might, might come down and not just watch the competition I guess yeah and do, just do a little outdoor activities next time very cool well it's been wonderful having you both on display and, and thanks for coming all the way down to entertain us and um, all the best for the rest of your 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 year, both of you. All right, thank you very much. Cheers. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Oh, awesome. Oh, that's good. Oh, that, yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah, crazy. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All right, so with us here is Keith McKinley, and he um, he has quite an incredible story um, of a, a bit of a legend in the, in the New Zealand running scene. Um, now, how are you enjoying the day, first of all? Oh, oh excellent. It's um, it's a fantastic uh, meeting, beautiful day, yeah, and conditions. Yeah. But to have the uh, the world, you know, best shot putters and and the women's uh, pole bowlers yeah. here today. And, and so you've been in the sport since the '60s. How does this stack up with some of the stuff that you've seen in the past? You know, you you would have seen all of the greats run this product today. How does it how does it compare? Well, it, it's it's probably better organised, and um, the competition is, is fantastic. It's equal to what we had in the '60s. We would have had um, bigger crowds because. We didn't have the same. Um, you were competing with Netflix and, yeah, and yeah. YouTube and oh, yeah. and all of those things. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was only um, tennis, cricket, and athletics in uh, in the summer. Yeah. But, 
And so, Keith, we were caught by one fact, which I just found amazing. You've run every single Auckland round the bays. And so is that yeah, correct? That is correct, yeah. And um, so that's going back a stretch. When was the first one? Uh, well, 72, so this yeah. is number 45 next week. Yeah. Jeepers. Yes. And are the organisers aware of... This incredible street? Uh, well, I'm not too sure. That, um, I'm going to talk to <laughs> I work with one of the uh, oh, Auckland know. jogging people. I'm going to oh. talk about this because oh. this oh, is no. amazing. Oh, no. no don't yeah. uh, mention that. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Now, what, what's been your best place at Auckland Round the Bays? Um, the best would, would be um, shortly after it started, I think about 1974, through, yeah, 74, 75, and I got, um, I think I was 10 for 12. Yeah, 10, oh, nice. Because it was, it's gone through phases of being incredibly competitive, yep. and now yep. it's not really a, a race in no. that sense no. nowadays, is it? No, they have a, a very small number of elite runners that, yeah. that are put in, in the front, but no, the, the emphasis now is on a community um, event yeah. and it's, it's one of those few occasions when Auckland really shows a community um, spirit and uh, yeah. Um, yeah, there's always 50, 60,000 people there and they stay behind afterwards and have their barbecues and that yeah. um, cool. and it's a, it's, it is, it's a real a lot of um, you know, uh, you know, community spirit yeah. and any tips for people who might be doing it for the first time or any markers to look for to tell them that they're almost there because it kind of just goes on and on and on if you don't know the bays. Yes, it does. If you're first up, um, it's very deceiving the number of bends you go round and the yeah. and that. But um, there are markers, so you, yeah. you know when you're halfway and um, uh, three k's to go and two k's. Yeah. But no, uh, just take it easy. Don't go go hard at the start. Just uh, pace yourself. Yeah. As soon as possible. There's plenty of water. There's a lot of hoses, and drink plenty of water because uh, it's generally hot. hot. In fact, over those 45 years, has it been only um, one day that it's actually has rained? Wow, oh, really? Uh, oh, that's which incredible. Is, yeah. Otherwise, it's always been a fine day on yeah, the Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Um, now, tell us a little bit about your, your background as a runner. Like, not, not to give away your age, but what sort of decade were we talking when you first kind of got into competitive athletics? Oh, 60s. Yeah. That was my um, decade for track athletics. And then after that, um, this did um, more... Um, a road running and, um, and mar- you know, marathons and yeah, yeah and, that cool. sort of thing. And, and I've heard a couple of times. So 408 for the mile, which you know you insist that that wasn't that good. You're yeah. right, n- nowadays that's uh, you know it's we don't we don't have still that really good. So yeah. it's amazing. And 230 for the marathon. At those times, what was the highest you managed to get at like a national kind of uh, championship or anything? No, well, I was be- I was hardly in the top half dozen at the time yeah. when you had um, in the 1500 metres 800 metres there was an enormous depth in New Zealand um, yeah, so tell us some of the names that you were well, running against well there was uh, Peter Snell of course Murray Helberg Bill Bailey John Davies um, oh, that right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, there was guys like Dave Sewell, um, Ian Studd, yeah, uh, Rex yeah. Matterford, yeah. Um, but later on. And um, so, no, yeah, it was a very strong event in New Zealand athletics. And uh, if you got to the final of an Auckland Championship or to a New Zealand Championship, that was uh, that was sort of a yeah. uh, 
quite, quite an achievement. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, mate, I could talk to you all day because I imagine you've got some great stories, but um, <laughs> might have to wrap it up there and get back to the athletic section. But yeah, we'll reserve the right to call you up as a guest some other time. Is that all right? Oh, yeah. pleasure. Yeah, no, it'd be pleasure. Excellent. Yeah, talk, and, and obviously you're running next week, so yes, um, yeah. all the best for that yeah, and, and run well. Yeah, Hope you. you can get that 10th that, um, or 11th again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Well, you, you've got to go on to get 50 at least, right? Well, it was it's a, just around the corner. We'll see. Yeah. 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 We'll see. Yep. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Thanks, Keith. Thanks, thanks, Tony. Thank you. So we're back here with the with the pole vault and a bit of action here. Yeah, it's it's big, mate. I feel like we should be quiet or something. Like yeah. Eliza McCartney is going for 482, which would be a new national record. So she's just going clear at 470. And she's bumped it up to 482. Yeah, so her PB is 480, right? And so you add those extra two centimetres. Yeah, and so this is massive. She doesn't have the pole. She's kind of inspecting the runway, having a look around. But um, it must be, you know, she doesn't get too many opportunities to compete here in front of her home crowd on the North Shore. Yeah. So uh, she's figured, you know, this is a great opportunity to, to have a crack at the National Rec. Yeah, and what a cool meet. Like, we're, we're literally standing about three metres away from her. It's a little bit awkward because yeah. we're yeah. commentating about her and she's getting ready for her jump. But um, it's so cool because one yeah. thing that I love, I'm looking around the crowd and the number of young girls, 10 to 14 years of age, is amazing. And they're all lined up on the, the fence right on the runway watching it. It's yeah. actually um, really inspiring, like these girls jumping here are inspiring yeah. the next generation it is, massively it's yeah. a it's a massive crowd and they're really engaged how many people do you think are here all up it's got to be 500 yeah i, I would say around the thousand mark like oh yeah i'm, think terri- of, I'm terrible at guessing numbers so, well yeah. think of terms of your high school at your um school yeah, athletics yeah. day so it, it looks like a good high school size so yeah yeah so maybe a thousand people and like you say a lot of younger kids um, there's even a little VIP area. I'd, I hope we get a chance to talk to someone from Athletics New Zealand because they have done a fantastic job with this meet. We're kind of filling in time while Eliza gets ready to to yeah. make this uh, historic attempt at 482. It's very exciting. I'm not I'm not very technical, obviously, as you know, but I think she's trying to find her pole. Is this what's happening? Yeah, <laughs> or is she no. measuring, spraying stuff she's on her just hands? Taking her runway marker back about two centimetres. Uh-huh. I get the feeling this is important. Um, well, that's probably t- the extra two centimetres because yeah, you've gone up from simple. 470 so to 480. Run a bit faster, so now she's on I'm the I'm glad this now. is not called the Kiwi pole vaulting show because, um, yeah, we wouldn't be giving very valuable information out. Look, listen but, to the crowd. They're absolutely just completely tuned in, everyone's really quiet. Yeah. They're going to start the rhythmic clap now. And she's getting ready, Hayden. This is she goes. pretty Using the green exciting. pole, so that's important. Um, we saw other athletes using the, the black pole, the red stripes, but the green pole, here she comes, up to the bar, going up. Oh, she, oh. she had the height, but just didn't quite have the distance to get over the bar. She She's come down smiling, so... She's yeah. obviously got a bit of uh, bit of hope that the jump's in her. Yeah, she knows she's got that if, if things go right. It's a windy day here. She, they've got a wind at their back, which isn't terrible, yep. but it's a bit gusty. 
yeah. and that that could have played a factor there and yeah I guess that would mess with down. your run up a little bit I imagine I don't know yeah potentially yeah. yeah so she's just having a chat to her coach um, they've he's just filmed it on his phone and they've they've watched it straight back so that's one of the cool things about a meet like this you can actually do that yeah um, whereas at the Olympics it'd be he'd have to hold the iPad up in the yes. crowd and it, <laughs> yeah um, so yeah we'll, we'll tune into the her next two jumps Are you recording? This is amazing. We've just heard history happen. Yeah, and the crowd is going absolutely mental. Um, Liam Malone's on the uh, mic announcing, doing a fantastic job, and uh, she's just stoked. She's actually crying. It's amazing. Four metres, 82. Oh, my days. This is the track that she trains on every day. Down here, when no one's down here, she's pounding out strides and doing her plyometrics and all that, and she's come down and busted out a new national record, new Oceania record, big PB. and amazing. It's where she started as an 11-year-old high jumper. Um, you know, the, there's hugs with teammates. She's. We don't know if she's going to take the bar a little bit higher. She's very, you know, she's, she's rightfully emotionally. She's stoked. So they're they're doing a double measure of it just to just to ratify things. So yeah, fantastic. Very cool. Very exciting history in the making. So we're here with one of New Zealand's top sprinters, all-around good guy, Zach Topping. You've come up from the mighty Manawatu to run a 200 today. It's not for yourself, though. It's for a very special reason. Tell us about it. Oh, so, um, I mean, Joe's been doing really well with his athletics, obviously, in the um, Nitro Circus. He had, uh, Joseph, Joseph Miller. Yeah, Joseph Miller. Um, oh, he's been, he's been, been getting a bit of news attention around just behind um, yeah, Usain Bolt there. So um, 200 wasn't originally part of this program, but Joseph requested it. Um, he feels like he's got a really good time in him. Um, and I'm basically here. Um, the main reason I'm here is just to push him around the bend. Um, he's got quite a good bend on me, so I just want to see if I can push him to a good time. So. Yeah. And how do you, um, we were just saying before, you're good at turning left, but what, what are the um, differences for a non-sprinter like me um, to, compared to straight running um, to running the bend? Um, I don't, I'm not sure like exactly what it is, but I think um, how light I am is a lot to do with it. Um, also, I've got a naturally lopped shoulder from um, breaking it so many times, so um, uh, I think it just helps around the bend, yeah, so lightness and uh, lopped shoulder. Awesome. And what about yourself? Have you got any goals for the season? Uh, so I've just recently ran a, a personal best in um, horror and also at, uh, Sylvia Potts earlier in the year, so... Tell us those times. Um, 10.72, uh, old one was 10.81, and uh, I had a windy 10.71, so it wasn't really a fluke. Yeah. Uh, just trying to... Um, continue those times and hopefully get down uh, even more so times are my goal this year not placings and just gonna yeah, try and bring it down yeah. yeah and how do you juggle that like trying to train to be one of or training to be one of New Zealand's best sprinters but working a very demanding full-time job as well how does that how does that work for you uh, so 
Sport 102, I work at Sport 102 and um, Palmerston North, um, the uh, communication and events team leader there. So um, Sport 102, really understanding of um, you know sporting goals and all that. So they actually give me um, flexible hours to allow me to train every day. So straight to training after work and I, I can train every day. So really thankful towards them. So. Awesome. Brilliant. Good stuff. We'll go well and in that 200 tonight and uh, look forward to hopefully you being part of a, a really exciting... Um, you know, yeah, it could potentially be a New Zealand national uh, resident record, hopefully. Oh if this wind dies down. <laughs> yeah, a bit windy today, but yeah. um, I'm just going to give it a go. So let's smash it out. Yeah. Go. Cool. And you can hear that, right? The crowd's going nuts in appreciation of Eliza McCartney. She had three great attempts at 490, but uh, didn't. You know, close but no cigar, but that 482 was just world class. Yeah, so good. Yeah, it's such a special time to be here and watch that live. Um, very, very cool. Yeah. Um, and now we kind of move on from the field to the track, I think. Oh, my That's, God. Um, and this track program is so yeah. exciting. There's only... It's a boutique track meet. There's only a few races, but every single field is stacked. Yeah. Stacked with quality. So I can't wait. And uh, I guess we're going to join the queue to try and talk to Eliza. It might be a couple of hours before we can get to her, if at all. So... Yeah, we'll do our best. We're going to get some sausages first. With us here is Alicia Newman, all the way from Canada. Um, welcome to New Zealand, first of all, and congratulations on your um, on your event tonight. Thank you so much. I was excited. To, this is the highest I've ever opened up outdoors, so I'm pretty, oh, you know, ready to go, and I just need standard. That's all I need. And I bet it's a lot earlier in outdoors than you used to. Yeah, usually we don't open up till April, so I got um, yeah. two months ahead, which is great. That's yeah. good. Um, I finished off an indoor season pretty strong, so um, it's nice to end on a high note and awesome. revamp and go for in April. Yeah. How, how deep in snow are you back home? <laughs> Actually, it was 16 degrees oh. back home, so people were in shorts the other yeah, day. Yeah, not too bad. But now it's cold again, so yeah. it's about negative one, negative two. It's pretty cold. Not ideal for pole vaulting outside. No, yeah. Um, so how did you get onto this gig? Like, and, you know, did you want to come to New Zealand, or did someone reach out to you? How did it happen? Well, Gareth reached out to me through um, my manager and agent, and um, he asked if I wanted to and I was like, that's kind of far for, you know, just two meets. <laughs> but um, we thought about it. We looked at our schedule. I competed on Saturday in Canada, and then I competed here Wednesday and Sunday. So it was a good last three competitions. Um, it was a lot of traveling, a lot of things to do. But um, they came in. They said, you should go to this. Good open up and see what it is. So I don't jump outside ever. So yeah, it's nice yeah. to get used to the wind and yeah, used cool. to that. And it's probably a good chance to get down this end of the world ready for next year, um, Com Games. Yeah. So that's my hope. I was a bronze medalist last Commonwealth Games. Yeah, so yeah. I hope to reclaim that title and then get a silver or, some, or, bro, or gold. Yeah, um, yeah. So um, I hope to come down maybe beforehand. Um, so this is a good transition for me to meet people. Maybe my coach and I will come down for two weeks or so and yeah, train awesome. here and then go to Australia. It'd be great to have you back. It looks like you've got an autograph hunter waiting. So we'll let you go. Thanks for your time. And well done. Thank you. What's gone so well this summer, Eliza? 
I don't know, just, I don't know. it's always a hard question now. I, we've definitely, because I'm young, there's still speed to work on, there's still technique to work on, there's still strength to work on. We've definitely seen an improvement in my speed and strength, so that alone is going to be helping me a lot. And my technique, again, is still improving, so I guess that's the benefit of being young. I've still got heaps of time to keep working on all these things and keep progressing. So, yeah, I mean, a 470 and then a 482 and three, four days apart, I mean, you know, you're heading in the right direction, aren't you? I think that's a good, good thing to say. I definitely feel like it's in the right direction. I'm just really excited for the rest of the year, really. I mean, the rest of the domestic season will be good to finish off well, but it's really the European season and world champs that will be the, the big one. Yeah, Jeremy indicated you might, but he wasn't sure whether you'd go to Aussie champs or not. Is that still in, still one um, up in the air? Because you're Auckland champs, New Zealand champs, and maybe Aussie champs. Yeah, it's on the cards at the moment, and it's a good competition, Aussie champs. It's a whole new whole new people to compete against, which is really good, because um, as much as I love my training, group it's always us competing against each other so we end up competing against ourselves in New Zealand a lot so Australia is a good one to go against other people out there. The, um, the atmosphere over the shop put was terrific, the atmosphere here wasn't half bad either in terms of the day uh, this has got to be a bit special. I think this is very special I mean it's, it's a lot of people that have turned up for an athletics competition in New Zealand we don't, <laughs> don't necessarily get that many people coming out and I think it's definitely growing people are recognizing the sport a lot more and wanting to come out Right, we're here with New Zealand's fastest man, Joseph Miller. You've just run a 200. You're, you're not looking your best. Uh, you're looking pretty good on the track, but you're, you're looking pretty buggered now, mate. How are you feeling? Uh, pretty ruined day. The um, block sort of gave out on me at the start, so had to do a lot of work to stand back up and then had a pretty heavy headwind to tackle coming home. So, yeah, it's not your standard 200, but... Yeah. yeah, hopefully dipped under 21 seconds and I'll be happy with that. It's a bit of a, yeah, it must be a bit of a pain because you're on bloody scorching hot form at the moment. Really good running over in the Nitro series, um, but you battled a bit of a headwind in that last 50 metres. Uh, you know, things are obviously going well. When's your next race? Because we're all looking forward to seeing what you can do to close out the season. I got Auckland Champs next week, and traditionally that's been some decent tailwinds there. So, um, yeah, if I can get the blocks to stay on the ground and have the wind against my back, I'm sure there'll be some some great times coming out of it. Wow! Cool. Awesome. Well, um, well done tonight, and how have you enjoyed the night? Um, I haven't been here long. Um, yeah, it was just way too hot and muggy to come sit around, and yeah, yes, the nerves as well were getting the better of me. So. Just had a little bit of a snooze before I got here. Just lived over the fence, so cool. leave it as late as possible. And yeah, awesome. Oh, good stuff. Well, uh, well done again, and we'll be looking forward to seeing what what you got left in the season. Joyce, thank you. Yeah, we're on. So we're coming up to the last two events now, and this is the women's 800, which is a bit of a standout on the track. So talk us through who's who's starting. Uh, mate, we've got a great field. Angie Petty, the New Zealand uh, Rio Olympian. Georgia Wassell from Australia. She's a world junior uh, bronze medalist back in 2014. Catherine Camp from Te Aumudu, who actually uh, beat Angie Petty down in Wellington. Uh, Heidi C, who's another Aussie. She's the sister of Brian Griggs, 
Anderson, um, who's one of Australia's top 1500 metre runners, and she also beat uh, Angie Petty over a kilometre in Christchurch. And then uh, Alan Schaefe, uh, 25 year old Wellingtonian, now based in Melbourne, who's run 205. So great, great quality field. There's a few others in there, but they're absolutely going positively at the moment. Portia Bing is pacing, who's one of New Zealand's top hipped athletes. She's looking to take them through bang on a minute. Hayden, what do you yeah. what do you think? How's Angie looking? Yeah, so they've come through at 300 and about 44 seconds. Portia Bing's opened up a bit of a lead. Um, probably got about 5 metres on Angie now. Angie's leading the bunch now. Portia, Portia's just dropping out. So they're all bunching up behind Angie. Yeah, Angie, Catherine Camp, and then Katrina... Uh, Katrina Anderson from Papakura. So Kiwis, one, two, three. The Aussies, Heidi C, starting to make a move now into third place. Yeah, so we talked to Angie before, and she was saying that, you know, her focus is the European season, so this is kind of a bonus. But it all depends, you know, has she got that ability to flush the lactate for this last 200? So she's, she's still holding the lead? She is. She's working incredibly hard. They've gone through the 200 and about 132, so, you know, it doesn't look like they're going to go under two minutes and here comes Catherine Marshall Catherine coming Marshall. onto her shoulder so into the home straight now it's Catherine Marshall Angie Petty Angie's responded again oh, gets those arms going it's a ding dong battle then Catherine neck. here she Catherine comes Catherine Marshall is here Catherine's going to take it has Angie back. got anything oh my god come on Angie Catherine's got it she wins it by a metre Catherine Marshall repeats her stunning win from Wellington here at the Auckland Track Classic that was a bloody blinder of a race. Yeah, they all go to their knees, collapse to the track. Uh, brilliant finish. The crowd was really pumping. Um, man, that sets up a cool little battle for those two. Um, oh, Catherine's got it, what, 2-1 two, two, yeah, so two, far? 2-1. Two, um, uh, uh, actually, 2-2 two, two because uh, Angie finished ahead of Catherine Marshall at the street. Oh, so it's all, it's all even. So it'll come down to nationals in a couple of weeks. Yeah, and it will. And Angie might have to review her tactics. She, she's uh, a bold front runner. She doesn't mind going to the lead. Yeah. Um, but it sets it up perfectly for Catherine Marshall. Um, so she may need to reconsider. Maybe maybe reverse tactics a little bit, sit on Catherine Marshall and, and use her speed at the end. I don't know. It'll be very interesting. Yeah, yeah. Good gutsy race. Like um, she, uh, Angie got went out really hard at the start and Portia actually had to work quite hard to get out in front of her to pace her. Yeah. Um, and then Portia actually opened up a bit of a lead on her yeah. into the wind well, on that home yeah. straight. So I mean, pacing is an incredibly hard job. They often get 400 metre runners out there to pace an 800 and I always think it's ill-advised. A 400 metre runner doesn't know how to run in a pack. They don't know how to run comfortably just in front of people. Yeah. I've never seen a 400 runner effectively pace an 800. Uh, you know, you need an 800 guy who's, who's got really good speed to be doing it. So it's a bit of a shame because... Or an 800 girl. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. They have these 800 uh, pacemakers set up to make things well, and they, they don't really do that great of a job for the race, unfortunately. Yeah. But it was, uh, it was an exciting race from our point of view. Um, brilliant racing from the ladies. And next up is the men's 5K, so we'll do a oh, bit, of, a bit of highlights on that. The 5,000 metres, Hamish. Um, one of my favourite events. Oh, yes, and they're away. The gun cracks, and this is a cracking field, mate. I am so stoked. Like, I love the field events, the pole vault, the shot put, the sprints that have been today, all really good. 
But I've been looking forward to this bike cave all week, oh, mate. Yeah. We've got Nick Willis pacing them through. There's a few Aussies come over, and then a couple of top Kiwi boys, and they want to have a crack at the world champ standard. Nick Willis uh, has said he's going to pace, mate, through 3K in eight minutes to try and get them done. Although I don't see him. Oh, he's in second place there. I'm just going to grab yeah. a split there at the line. Oh, yep. Um, so at, the clock running. at 31, I think it was. All right. So, um, yeah, they're off. Um, so, I mean, Hamish Carson and Eric Speakman are probably probably the boys to look for. But it'll be interesting to see how the likes of Aaron Pulford and... Yeah, um, we've got a lot of... I mean, people forget with Aaron Pulford. He was a fifth at World Juniors, you know. He, yeah. He's a great runner. He's won Auckland Marathon. Um, but it, you know, hasn't quite panned out for him at the so, senior level. So coming through in about 62 seconds. Yeah, correct. First lap. Correct. And look, we've got some great Aussies. I won't go on and on about them because they're Aussies and they don't deserve it. But well, David McNeil, he he yeah. was a bit of a star in the NCAA. Um, yeah, he sure was. Yeah, he, he, he won an NCAA title. He's an Olympic finalist from Rio yeah. in the 5K. He's run 13:18. Yeah. So he's capable of doing it. And just as I say this, there's a bit of a breeze there, Hayden. Yeah. And that's not ideal. It's not yeah. super strong. It's a nice it's cooling, a cooling breeze cooling if you're going breeze for a jog. Us, but yeah, it's, but not, if, it's not great for these boys. If you're banging out 240, 245 per kilometre, it's gonna you're gonna feel that. So um, there's a there's another couple of Aussies. So Brett Robinson also oh run 13:18, also a Rio Olympic finalist. Sam McEntee. Uh, he he's an Olympic rep. He ran thirteen twenty. God, they're looking good. They are floating along, eh? They One are. of the things that you notice when you come to an elite track meet is how quiet they are over the ground. Like just so smooth, just floating. Yeah, yeah. I haven't even finished. There's uh, also Stuart McSweeney. Uh, he's from Victoria. He's a bit more of a development athlete. He's run thirteen forty one, but he's a young fella, only twenty one. He'll be hoping for a big PB today, along with a lot of these Kiwis, Hamish Carson. Uh, and Eric Speakman have never run a serious 5k in their life. So this is a real test for them. They're sitting back in 7th and 8th at the moment. And here we come up to 1k. So we're coming up to the 1k mark and we're at 2.42. So 2.42 at 1k. Wow, I'm just doing the math on that and I'm terrible at maths. So I can't <laughs> well, 18 work that times out. 5, what's it's, that? It's 8 minutes. Um, 90 seconds, 13.30 pace. Yeah, it's 13.20 pace. 13.20 pace. So okay. bang on to go through in uh, 8 minutes, 8.05 for the 3K. Uh, right now, there is someone in front of Nick Willis. So I'm wondering if this is a preliminary pacemaker or if it's. Yeah, I think this is the American guy. I don't know him that well, but he's been over training with Nick okay. a, a little. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the big question is right now is how long do you think you could hold this pace for? <laughs> uh, back in my day or, or oh, right now? <coughs> Let's go right now and back in your day as well. We'll go right now. I think I could do, so what are they running? They're running 64s. I could do a lap. Yeah. I could maybe stretch it out to 500. Uh, back in my day, I, I could have run... I could have run the 1500 um, up until yeah the, yeah I was, I was know, about maybe, 1500 maybe while, at this pace maybe four laps yeah. Um, so yeah it's they're they're fair blazing but yeah. you know we were we you know I was a terrible runner um, <laughs> it's and, all but, relative yeah it's all relative because I was actually pretty good uh, by some standards <laughs> yeah. so these guys are just in another world yeah and so, what what I like Hayden is that they they've got the train going. 
They're yeah. all in one single perfectly file. straight single file line, cooperating, working together, and tell you there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, and in eleventh is a man we've talked about, Aaron Pulford, and there's just a little bit of a gap. There's yeah. a little two meter gap. You know, he's got a bungee cord on him, but we don't know if it's going to snap or if he's going to come back to that pack. And then Dan Belchin just in front. So they went through the mile in 4.15, so that was the pace of the... They would have won the, the, the junior mile. Yeah. Um, um, so that shows you how quick they're, they're moving. Um, so Nick Willis is moving to the front now, and um, so the American guys just dropped out, and still we've got that single-file train running along, and, man, I love this, I love this. For... For non-athletics running people, this probably looks incredibly boring. Oh yeah, but they're this... just and they're just running around in circles. They're in all one in line. sync. Yeah. yeah, no one's trying to. No, but it's great. No one's trying to pass each other. No one's trying to make any moves. They're they're all just trying to work together to hit this time. Yeah. This race will break up. It yeah. will break up, especially after three k. But right now. You know, it's working really well. So who's so 2K so, coming through now, and we're at, oh, what was that, 5.20. Yeah, So 5 still 2.40 per K. Yeah, so still heading for about a 13.20, and Aaron Pulford, in the space of a lap, is now 20 metres off that lead pack. And yeah. so you said that's Daniel Belkin now in last place yeah, in that yeah. lead pack? Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure, too sure who's directly in front of him. Maybe one of the Aussies? Yeah, that might um, be Stuart McSweeney, the... Okay. Uh, the 21-year-old Aussie. Um, that's a pure guess, though, mate. It's yep. hard to tell. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a good guess. We'll run with that. And then we've got Hamish Carson and the flying yellow of the Napier Harrys with Eric Speakman um, yeah. sitting in hey, about fifth and place. Look, I was stoked the other day to see, it uh, looks like Eric Speakman has picked up a, a shoe uh, contract, oh, yes, which is incredibly overdue. So, look, yeah. I, I know you're uh, supported by New Balance, but I'm just going to do a shout-out. Asics, <laughs> well done for supporting him. Uh, he's a fantastic young athlete and he's uh, doing all the right things, heading in the right direction and you know, tonight could be a special night for him, who yeah, knows yeah. what he can do over 5k, uh, Yeah, you know it could be his uh, ticket to the world championships. Absolutely um, so speaking of uh, Eric, he's just closed up a little gap that was opening up between him and McNeil, yeah. um, the Aussie, so good to see him just staying on that train it's one of those things, if you let the bungee cord just stretch too much you can just lose that little bit of um, a little bit of benefit from the wind resistance yeah. um, of the person in front of you just breaking the wind and here we oh, see actually no, yeah. Eric just slipping a little bit and Hamish coming around to try and fill that gap so yeah. Hamish Carson doesn't want to get off the train he yeah. wants to ride the train all the way to the end so he's come past Speakman and I tell you what psychologically for Speakman that might that might not be the greatest thing to, to know that he's He's got that gap there. So, yeah, you know, yeah. actually both the Kiwis now are about a metre of the pace. So we've got Nick Willis punt, uh, pacing a bunch of Aussies around the track. The Kiwis need to get back on the train. Yeah, they do. I was actually uh, talking to to Nick before the uh, before the race started, and he, and he said the thing that he was worried about, Hamish, he's sure that he can go 13.30 or faster, but it depends on how he can run that the third and the fourth kilometres. So this is, this is the crunch time now that we're getting. We're past the halfway mark in the race. So let's wander over to the three three k mark, which will be two k to go. So we've got a pack of five up the front. Nick Willis is taking the lead, and then we, from what we know, 
It's the four Aussies behind? Yeah, it is. It is four Aussies. And then we've now got a 10-metre gap to Hamish Carson, Eric Speakman, and one of the other internationals. I can't quite figure out who it is. So, you know, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, I tell you, they, they're going to need to make some moves. And now, actually, Speakman has passed Carson again. So Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's probably about 20 metres opening up now. Carson looks like the, the speed is just dropping from his legs a little. And uh, we're losing one of the Aussies off the back. So it's McNeil and Robertson, is it? Yes. Uh, Robinson, yeah, um, it I is. should say. It is. Um, so Nick's actually dropped off the lead. So uh, we've got the three Aussies. The fourth Aussie back about five metres behind him and then another or 20 metres or so to the, the fifth Aussie. And then we've got Eric yep. keeping the Kiwi dream alive. Come on, Eric. Let's come go. On. So we'll take a bit of a break and we'll come back to you in the last K. Hey. So we're coming around to uh, 1K to go. Man, those guys up the front look good, eh? Oh, look, and they're flying. They're coming up, actually, Jono Jackson and another uh, guy, Peter Wheeler, who's a great junior here in Auckland, are battling out around... uh, They're going to go well under 15 minutes, and they might get lapped here. And here's Brett Robertson and David McNeil. He's pulling away from McNeil. Yeah, he is. He's pulling away comfortably. And is in third, probably another 10 metres back. Man, Robinson looks good. He looks all class. He looks... In great form. It's pretty early. He'll kick on to a European season, but he's not mucking around. Far out. He is moving. So we've just had the fourth Aussie come through. And here's Eric. Come on, Eric. And Dan Belchin has made a resurgence. So he's coming up onto the shoulder of, of Eric. So this is a bit of a yeah, surprise. That'll be a huge scalp if Dan Belchin beats Eric Speakman. Let's go, Hamish. So Hamish is coming through. He's, um, like Nick said, he's just finding that that third or fourth kilometre just a little bit challenging look at this and here he comes uh, Brett Robertson is coming up to lap Jono Jackson who's won national championships he's won Auckland Marathon and uh, the two Auckland runners have done the right thing they've pulled out to let Brett Robinson go past them and he is flying he's got 10 metres on his uh, on his Aussie compatriot McEwen and he's looking fantastic with 200 600 metres to go I think it's I think- uh, well, they're at 11.50 now, so oh, it must God. be 600 to go. I thought he was 200 to go just because yeah. of the, the, the speed that he's running at. It's so he impressive. seriously moving. So he's opened up a gap of, what, what that's probably 10 metres back to McNeil, and then yeah. McNeil back to McSwain, and that's probably 20 or 30 metres now, yeah. and then it's daylight. Um, it, uh, yeah, it is daylight, and look, Belchin has taken over uh, Eric Speakman, so they've got 600 to go back there. You know, Speakman's got huge speed, so he might close on the last lap. But And Hamish Carson not looking the best we've seen him over 5K. Yeah, come on, Hamish. You got this, mate. You got this. So here comes Robinson. So only about 120 metres away from, from lapping Hamish, which is, we didn't see that coming. Yeah. Um, but here he comes. He's got the arms pumping. Oh, yeah. He's, He's absolutely the... flying along. Yeah, the knees are coming up a bit higher. He's in a great rhythm. And look, you're banging on. The, on the sideboards, the crowd here is uh, kind of dwindled, but who's here is going crazy. Oh, yeah. And McNeil's really uh, increasing that stride right now, really pushing it along. McSwain, he, he looks smooth. He, he's a younger guy, but he's really moving well. Yeah. Robinson coming up. He's got 100 to go. Yeah, and I think McSwain's going to run a big PB if he can hold on. But it's all Brett Robinson into the last 50 metres. He's looking blimmin' unstoppable. 
13.22. Wow. And here's the race for the Kiwi. So the Aussies have done the clean sweep as far as we know. Um, so Dan Belchin has got about five metres on a fast closing Eric Speakman. Yeah, this is going to be a good one. Eric's not going to let him have it. That's 3.36, 3.37. Two metres, Eric's closing. Oh, yeah. Eric's kicking. Is there a response from Dan? Yeah. There is nothing. There's Eric nothing. is just moving away. Nothing you can do about that sort of speed. So it's and great so 13.52 roughly for Eric. Um, we'll get a time for that shortly. Um, Hamish Carson's coming around the bend now, so he's really, really paying for that that early start, trying to hang on the back of that train. Yeah, it is a cauldron out here; like yeah. it's seriously hot. And if you if you can't handle the temperature, you soon get spat out of, out of the back yeah, of the train. And if you can't handle the pace, then it's a long, hard race by yourself. Look, the Aussies absolutely dominated tonight. Um, we've had a, a great time doing this uh, live cross. We're going to try oh, and get it's been so good. One yeah. or two more interviews, but we might be out of luck. So yeah, um, I've got to go and hitch a ride home as well. So I'll be finding okay. someone. It, it's been a fantastic show. We hope you've enjoyed the format. Yeah. We've certainly enjoyed bringing it to you. So as always, Aiden, if people want to get in touch with us, how can they do yeah, that? Yeah, so flick us an email, krs at tempofit.org. Um, check it out. If you're in Auckland and you want to come and join in our, our free technique session, that is on at Medill's Farm in Koumarama this Saturday, 11 a.m. to 12. Absolutely free to join. So we'd love to see you here. Hang on. So, no, don't don't rush off. Tell us about that. What is... Yeah, why, yeah. Why, why are you running a free technique session, mate? Yeah, so it gives people a good taster for what we do at Tempo Fit. Um, we did one in Wellington yesterday. We had oh, 60 or 70 people there. Really? It was Yeah, nice. I kind of lost my voice trying to yeah. talk to them all. But that was uh, that was very cool. So, um, so if people want more information on that... Yeah, jump to tempofit.org um, slash taster. Tempofit.org slash taster and you'll be able to... Um, get all the details. Excellent, all good. So, fantastic show, Hayden. Thank you very much. Great idea doing this, and uh, yeah. well, I guess we'll catch all you guys next week. Cool, and thank you to Auckland. Thank you to Eliza McCartney for jumping over the very high bar. Amazing. Thank you to Ryan Krauser uh, and the other Americans and yeah. Canadians who have come over here. And thank you to Athletics New Zealand. Look, you know, it's easy to be critical of the big guys who, who have all the power, but they've done a fantastic job. It's been a small meet but it's been absolutely world class and we've had a great time yeah. right well the fact is athletics new zealand isn't really the big guys their offices are just over here and <laughs> it's it's not exactly massive no. um so the a small team has put together a great event really cool family atmosphere with a new uh national record in there some great international competition and um yeah i've loved it yeah it's been it's great been fantastic we'll be back next year but we'll talk to you all next week Ka kite anō.